This is Making Stitches, and this time, an appeal to knitters, crocheters, and anyone else wanting to have a go at making to combat homelessness this Christmas. It's about, you know, raising the profile of the charity, doing it in a way that's something that's very cathartic. There's a kind of very big well-being element to this. Christmas is hard, but whether or not you're at risk of homelessness or experiencing homelessness, so we're trying to find ways of kind of connecting in all these different areas and also just pushing the profile of the charity into a different audience. I think, although the charity's been around for since about 2018, it's not a very, very well-known charity. So this is, again, trying to push it. And then we want to see everyone's attempts, the good, the bad, the ugly, you know, like just get them all over social media and see how many people we can get um, trying a new craft. Hello and welcome to Making Stitches. I'm Lindsay, a lifelong crafter, a crochet designer and journalist, and I really love hearing people's stories. So this podcast gives me the opportunity to marry my two passions of creativity and storytelling. This time, as Christmas food, decorations and gifts become more and more inescapable in the shops, we are indeed turning our attention towards the festive season. For many of us who are lucky enough to have a safe place to live, Christmas in particular is a time when we think of those less fortunate who find themselves without a bed for the night. In my home city of Manchester, the Greater Manchester Mayor's Charity was set up with a mission to end rough sleeping in our city region. This year, their Christmas fundraising campaign has a yarny element to it. The charity runs a scheme called A Bed Every Night, which not only gives people somewhere safe to sleep, but also the wraparound care they need to help them in other ways too. Approximately 600 people are helped by this scheme every night. It costs £30 to pay for one person to have a bed for the night and the associated wraparound care. And in the run-up to Christmas this year, the charity is calling on knitters, crocheters and anyone else who wants to have a go to join their Deck the Halls campaign to help fund this. I went to speak to the charity's chief executive, Fran Darlington-Pollock, about this latest campaign and how we can help. First of all, Fran... Thank you very much for agreeing to come on to Making Stitches. Thanks for having me. And uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. Oh, OK. So I'm Chief Exec at Greater Manchester Mayor's Charity. I've been there for nearly exactly a year. Um, and the charity is an independent charity that believes homelessness has no place in Greater Manchester or anywhere, obviously. Um, before that, I had a, a brief stint to Save the Children, but much of my history was as an academic. I was a lecturer at University of Liverpool. So, yeah. Fantastic. Now, tell me a little bit about the charity itself, because people who listen to this podcast, there are people all over the world, actually, so they may not necessarily have heard of the Greater Manchester Mayor's Charity before. How did it come about? So the charity was set up by Andy Burnham after his election. So he was elected in 2017 and he decided that enough was enough and he'd had enough of the rough sleeping crisis. And around that time, we had what people in in the local area will know as as the Beast from the East, which was a um, extremely cold uh, weather bout that was unusually cold and unusually sustained for Greater Manchester. Um, And that was driving this kind of needed response to the rough sleeping crisis and numbers were at an all time high 
guy really. So he decided to set up a fund, he wanted to lead by example, and he was starting to donate into that fund and get the public to, to say, look, we can create this part and do something about it. That part eventually became the Greater Manchester Bears charity. And we were one of the founding funders of the Abed Every Night scheme, which is the pioneering emergency response scheme for people rough sleeping. It's the only one like it in the UK. And it's um, unique because of the funding that we bring. So we make it a universal offer. So no one has to spend a night on the streets. And it's not just a bed, it's then the kind of food and support, wraparound support to help people get back on their feet and into more stable accommodation. We've evolved, now we do more grant making in kind of areas like targeted prevention and supporting what we call, which is kind of like ambiguously places and spaces, but it's about how can we support things like the temporary accommodation sector. So in, in essence, we raise money through events, partnerships, community giving, individual giving, and then we donate that back into the homelessness sector within Greater Manchester. And how big a problem is homelessness in Greater Manchester? It's quite big. It's you know, there's a geography to this. If you've got a kind of large city region, you are going to have higher numbers, but we do have particularly high numbers and some of the highest outside of London or the Greater London Authority. Um, But for example, last year, nationally, there was a 26% rise in rough sleeping, but in Greater Manchester, it was only 9% because of investment into a bed every night. But at the minute, we have a cost of living crisis. We have a housing crisis. All of these factors together are just making it much more significant. We also have a change in policy in the Home Office, which is trying to clear um, what are called like legacy cases in asylum cases, which means people who get a positive outcome from the state when they make their application as refugees, then have as little as seven days to move out of state, com- state provided accommodation and find new accommodation. So that's not long enough. Anybody would know that's not long enough. So there are lots of factors, meaning that it's getting worse so we need to kind of keep the money coming in so that we can do more. Now talking about the money coming in that's why I'm speaking to you today because um, people who are listening who may have come here for chat about knitting or crochet (laughs) or sewing and and are hearing about homelessness there is a tie-in with craft isn't there so tell me a little bit about this new campaign you've got going. So I'll start with the idea so every I say every year and this is going to be the third year where we've had our winter campaign where we try and raise um, enough funds to cover a thousand beds for Christmas obviously we want to raise more but that's a lovely kind of goal and last year the artwork by Adam Richardson he created a kind of Christmas jumper motif that was there so I remember looking at it being like oh there's something knitting based within this and then I with my mum used to knit the Christmas baubles. Can't remember what was the designer on? I think it was like the like oh, that's not how you say his name. I can't remember his full name, but you know, know Yes, it's two two gentlemen, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, and they're they're Arlo so, and Carlos? Yes, yes, yes. And they're so they're so lovely. They're just such good baubles. So me and my mum were like, Oh, I could do like Christmas knitting baubles. Anyway, fast forward a few months. I thought, right, who am I going to approach in Greater Manchester? And again, this was a um, suggestion from my mum to go to Black Sheep Wolves. So I thought, perfect, a kind of like a yarn institution. Um, sent them a message, was like, I don't suppose you'd be interested in collaborating on this. And they really, really were. And completely coincidental, I discovered that actually there was a connection with our patron because he'd grown up there anyway. Um, which I didn't know when when approaching, but the the family were really keen to support and Sarah's been great. So what we've done is we've got five designs created by a variety of different designers, including some at Black Sheep Wools. And there is a um, like a knitted garland, paper garland type thing, a stocking, a Christmas tree. 
can't remember them all, they're all so lovely. Um, but the most exciting one for us is that we have a, a special design of our logo, which is an umbrella. Um, so people can crochet or knit. And the point is that people go to Black Sheet Wool, download the pattern, it's two pounds a pattern, or you can get a bundle of all five for nine pounds. Um, and then all of that pre-vat is coming to us. Or you can buy a kit, they've done three different colourways, 10% uh, of the kit is coming to us. Or you can make a £30 donation and you'll get the patterns as a kind of gift for the donation. £30 is deliberate because £30 covers a bed for the night. So in the bed every night scheme, that's just how much it covers. So we're looking, how many beds can we cover? And it's about, you know, raising the profile of the charity doing it in a way there's something that's very cathartic there's a kind of very big well-being element to this christmas is hard for whether or not you're at risk of homelessness or experiencing homelessness so we're trying to find ways of kind of connecting in all these different areas and also just pushing the profile of the charity into a different audience i think although the charity's been around for since about 2018 it's not a very very well-known charity so this is again trying to push it and then we want to see everyone's attempts the good the bad the ugly you know like just get them all over social media and see how many people we can get um trying a new craft i think Fantastic. Well, the thing is, we're always looking for something new to do every year to decorate our home, usually when we're crafty. Um, so you're you're offering it and it's for a wonderful cause as well. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that if you if you're already doing it, if you know how to knit, if you know how to crochet, I think it's very easy. I had never crocheted before, so my first attempt was questionable. But um Sarah assures me that's my first ever crochet, it's actually quite good. Um but if you are a knitter or a crocheter, it's it's just going to be so quick. Like I'm going to do the garland and I'm going to use our charity colours and just have it everywhere. And I can't wait for all of that. But then you can do what you want, can't you? You can embroider on it. You can add all kinds of different embellishments. And yeah, we will definitely be having a tree in our house and a tree in the buildings where we have um, desk space that is Greater Manchester Mayor's charity tree. Fabulous. Now, it's been going for a, a couple of weeks now, couple I of think, weeks, hasn't yeah. it? How, how's the take up been so far? It's really positive. I know that when Sarah had been talking to a lot of her kind of regular groups, they were really interested. And we've also been kind of just reaching out to different kind of like knit and natter, that sort of thing. And people are really like, oh yeah, we'll definitely do that. A couple of our companies that are corporate partners are gonna host their own workshops and do them. And a lot of people learning how to do it. So I've, I think I've been very pleasantly surprised by how enthusiastic people have been because I think definitely some people within the stakeholders for the charity were like what are you doing <laughs> why are you doing a knitting and crochet thing and I was like trust me it will be worth doing um so yeah the uptake so far even now like you know we're not even into December but people are already like yes that's nice it was unusual though kind of been looking at all the reels that we're creating for it and being like it's just Christmas music going on in my head all the time now um, but it's yeah I've been really happy and I can't wait to see how many more we get people doing wonderful oh that's fantastic well hopefully more people will pick up on it having listened to this episode yes, yes. Um, so where can they find these patterns so there's a variety of different ways so if you the campaign's called Deck the Halls so if you look up Deck the Halls and Greater Manchester Mayor's Charity you're going to find information about it but you could just go straight to Black Sheep Walls so they've got it on their website as a Deck the Halls collection um, at the minute it's on the banner you know the carousel on the top of the website page you can kind of flick through and find it there but Deck the Halls and Black Sheep Walls google that you're going to find it wonderful now you did mention that you're a knitter yourself how how long have you been knitting? Oh, quite a long time. Um, we definitely would 
I, I remember I learned when I was younger, and my twin was always more of the knitter. I'm, I'm just showing something that she Aww. knitted for me for my graduation, which is a multicolored um, mouse, I think it is, in yes. graduation robes. So Claire wow. was always really, really good. Um, and I was less good, I have to say. And then, oh, dropped it. And then we went through a phase where we would often go away as a family around Easter, um, and we would always have a project. So it'd be like knitting different things and there was gnomes one year I remember that's probably like my main memory and I think that got me back into it doing it more um but I I do like it and I've I've tried a few things and I've knitted a jumper but it came out the wrong size you know mm. that kind of thing the minute I've got like a snood on the go which is like I was convinced I was going to finish before the autumn haven't got a jumper that I started at Christmas I was like yeah I'll be wearing it next Christmas still halfway up the back um but I like I like the projects and you know when you do finish it kind of like oh it's um good but I get I think I get easily distracted with the like more complicated patterns so I need the kind of like basket weave or you know stocking stitch that kind of simple counting as opposed to keep changing what you're doing (laughs) yeah absolutely the kind of thing that you can kind of just get lost in rather than having to concentrate all the time too hard yeah and especially when we're on a family holiday when we were away a couple of weeks like we'll do it and then I'm quite happy to sit, you know, have maybe a glass of wine while I'm doing it. And my mum's like, oh, no, you can't knit while you're doing that. You're going to lose count. And I'm like, no, it's fine. It's fine. Look. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a, a very relaxing thing to do. I've already earmarked tomorrow afternoon to just sit there and knit. And I'm like, oh, that'd be nice. That sounds like a plan. Yes. <laughs> yes. Especially now it's a bit colder. You kind of want to do that, don't you? Yeah. You've got, it's the perfect excuse, isn't it? To it sit is. in the warm. Yes and make something yes (laughs) (laughs) well Fran it's been a real delight speaking to you thank you so much for your time thank you for having me and talking and um, yes we look forward to seeing what happens with the Deck the Halls campaign and and how much money can actually be raised to help people in Greater Manchester this Christmas absolutely and if you're listening and you're going to do it don't forget to tag us on your socials and on all platforms we're GM Merge Charity My thanks to Fran for speaking to me about the important work being done by the Greater Manchester Mayor's Charity and the Deck the Halls campaign. If you'd like to support it by making a donation, buying a pattern or a yarn pack, you can find the links to Black Sheep Wools in the show notes for this episode, as well as links to the Greater Manchester Mayor's Charity too. That's it for this time. I'm off now to download my own Deck the Halls patterns and I hope you will join me in making your own special Christmas decorations to support this fantastic charity. Thank you so much for listening to Making Stitches and to everyone who has supported me and my podcast making adventure by rating or reviewing the podcast, by buying me a coffee or buying something from the Making Stitches shop on Etsy. I'm really very grateful. Thank you. I'll be back again in two weeks' time with another creative chat for you. Until then, do look after yourself and enjoy your crafting.